join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. Welcome to Grandpa's Playlist, the show where I play music and I hope you like it. Now, on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Grandpa's Playlist right here on Rabbit and Red Radio. So, what's on top? It's on tap. Top or tap? What's on tap for this week? Well, this album, I'm going to give you the release date first. It was released on December 5th, 1995. The name of the album is called Saturday Morning, Cartoon's Greatest Hits. This is a collection of theme songs and some songs. Some of these are theme songs and there are a few in here that are songs from a show. Not the theme song, but a song that was in the show. So it's a little mixture of both, but it's all cartoons. Um, so I'm going to give you all the skinny. Just going to give you, there's not a lot of information on this album. So I'm just going to give it to you all of it right now. Um, I gave you the release date. Um, it peaked at number 67 on the Billboard charts, which you would say, well, that's pretty impressive for Saturday morning cartoon themes. But it's it's, it's that and it's the bands. The bands are popu- were popular at the time, and people you know who liked that kind of music and that little age group there were, you know, 70s kids probably. So they remember, you know, Saturday mornings. Um, I mean, we still had Saturday morning cartoons in the 90s, but it wasn't like it was in the 80s and the 70s. And then, of course, you know, now there's nothing. So, um, it was a tribute album, like I said, to show, to children's shows and cartoons from the 60s and 70s. Um, there was some promotional material released with it. There was a comic book from Marvel, and then there was a music video collection that was hosted by Drew Barrymore. Um, she's always nice to look at. I don't know if she's a great actress or not, because who knows? Everybody's tastes are different. I don't think she's that bad. But she is very, very uh, good on the eyes. I mean, I liked some of her movies. Charlie's Angels movies were the shits. But I've liked other movies she was in. So, good actress. I don't know. Nice to look at. Definitely. Am I being a typical man? Of course. Um, And like I said, all these songs were recorded by popular alternative bands and singers back in the day. Now, there's one band in here who's not really an alternative band. But we'll get to that, you'll, and you'll be like, okay, this was the band he's referring to. So, let's kick this off with the very first song. The very first song is from Liz Fair, 
I'll talk about her when we come back. But it's from Liz Fair. It's called the Tra La La Song. And it is from the Banana Splits. So check this out. And then uh, we'll come back and I'll discuss a little bit of uh, what was going on. And then uh, we'll just keep going on and on and on. So I'll see you in a bit. Enjoy. guys well that was the tra la la song by liz fair i hope you enjoyed it um that was i used to love the banana splits as a kid i mean if it still aired today i'd still love it i'm a i was a big man i like i watched the movie i thought the movie was great um you know that horror movie thing um so i'm a big fan of banana splits i used to like the skits and the funnies you know looking back at it now i'm sure i wouldn't laugh 
but as a kid, I thought it was funny. And I do love the cartoons they showed. They had a lot of great cartoons that they showed. Um, so there's that. And then we'll talk about Liz Fair for a second. Now, I don't got anything against Liz Fair. I used to live in Chicago, and Q101 used to play the crap out of her. I'm not a big fan of her music. She's a nice, I'm sure she's a nice lady. She's very good looking. Can't can't take that away from her. She's hot. I'm just going to say it. Well, she was back in the 90s. I don't know how she looks now. She could be old and decrepit like me. But back in the 90s, she was hot. But I just couldn't get into her music. I mean, that one song, something Supernova, something or other, that one I was fine with. I guess because they played it so much, it grew on me. But I just couldn't get into her music. You know, I, I bought I bought that album with the soup. I bought that first album, and I was like, well, can't get into it. Maybe it's just me. Then she came out with the second album. Now her second album, I borrowed from somebody. Wasn't about to put money down again, and I didn't like it. So you know, I mean, there's been other tons of other Edie Brickell. You know, I'm aware of too many things, and if you know what I want, and you know what I mean, or however that song goes. So I mean, it's not that she's a female singer. It's just I didn't like that female singer. So Liz Fair, good looking, yes. Talented, well, yes. Good songwriter, I'm sure. Just not, just not to me. I didn't like her music. So, before I get myself in trouble and say something I shouldn't, we'll just move on. All right. So, now we're gonna move forward with uh, two. We're gonna go two, two, two from here on out. So we've got uh, the next one's "Go Speed Racer" by Sponge. I'm sure a lot of you know who Sponge is. And then "Sugar Sugar" by Mary Lou Lord. Now, instead of me getting into anything, I'm going to just play the song and then come back and discuss the song. So sit back and enjoy Go Speed Racer and Sugar Sugar.
All right, well, that was Ghost Speed Racer by Sponge and Sugar Sugar by Mary Lou Lord. Now, I don't have to state the obvious here, but obviously, Ghost Speed Racer is from Speed Racer. Now, I'm a big fan of Speed Racer. Um, I own them all on DVD. Um, I even have that porno song that somebody mixed back in the 90s. Oh, Speed, you're... Oh, Speed, go! Oh, oh. You know which one I'm talking about. And if you don't know, Google it. It's on YouTube. It was a Kiko DJ Kieko or something was his name. And it was a... You know, it was a... I, I love that. I used to listen to crap out of it. Uh, I'd put it in here, but I'm not gonna... You know, I... I don't think I have a copy of it, so I can't. Uh, but you can go to YouTube and find it. And then, uh... The original Japanese uh, 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 show was called Makagogo. Um, and you can listen to that theme song, too. You could tell it's, you know, old school 50s or 60s. You could tell, you know, it's from the day, back in the day, long before most of us were probably born. And it's, uh, it was called Makagogo, 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 go. So, you know, they tried to keep the theme song for the American version true to it. You know, the way it sounds and everything. Just, you know, put American lyrics to it. Translated, I guess, the best they could. Um, so, that was from the show Speed Racer. Like I said, no introduction needed. Oh, Chim Chim. A little does Speed know that Racer X is his brother Rex. Okay. Um, it, I loved it. Detective, detect, detector, or something was his name. I can't. So I haven't watched an episode in a while, but I, I loved it. It was a great show. And if you watch it now, you're like, this shit is corny as fuck. But you still like, you know, as a kid, it was the cool. And then Sugar Sugar was from Archie, the Archies. Um, I lost my thought there for a second. The Archies. You had Archie, Jughead, Veronica, Betty. Um, I love Sugar Sugar. Now you'll find that on a playlist. You want, you know, you might find it on my Spotify. Spotify playlist, my Google play, my my Google Music. You, sorry, not Google Music. YouTube Music playlist. I really like that song, uh, "Sugar Sugar." This version isn't my favorite version. I'm gonna lay it out there. Not a big fan of this version. Um, and I should go. I should say that too after these. So let me let me step back a bit. I, Liz Fair's "Trial Law" song. I do like it. So there are two songs of Liz Fair I like. I should have been a little bit more. Uh, uh, I should have brought this up because I'm playing you the music, not letting you know if I like it. I like the Charlie Law song. I do like Sponge's Ghost Speed Racer. Um, I do not like Mary Lou Lord's Sugar Sugar. So I prefer the original version. There's been some covers that I've liked of it, but I prefer the original Archie's Sugar Sugar. So there you go. Sorry I wasn't letting you guys in on the fact if I liked it or not, but I will going forward. I will let you know for sure. So, where do we go from here? Well, we go to track four and five of the album. Track four is Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? by Matthew Sweet. And then track five is going to be Josie and the Pussycats by Juliana Hatfield. So sit back and enjoy. Shake and shiver You know we got 
All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was uh, Matthew Sweet with Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Now, obviously, um, I hope all of you know who Matthew Sweet is. Matthew Sweet is a great singer and songwriter. Obviously, you all know who Scooby-Doo is. If you don't know who Scooby-Doo is, you're probably a little too young to be listening to my show because I like to use the F-bomb here and there, so maybe you shouldn't be here. But everybody else of age knows who Scooby-Doo is. Um, that's I love this version of his uh, Scooby Doo. He's he, he he kept it kind of just original and just it just I like his version of Scooby Doo. Where are you? Um, of course I liked Scooby Doo as a kid. I loved it. You know, um, I used to come on before school and after school. You know, I used to love it. I used to. I'm I'm thinking of that. I'm thinking of that thing in my song where they're walking that. Yeah, I know I did it really bad, but, you know, the song that they would play when they would walk around. And, of course, the music they would sing when they would chase. And then, you know, yeah, the Scooby-Doo movies, you know, they had guest stars like Batman and Robin and Don Knotts. I loved all that stuff. Scooby-Doo was, like, fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. That's all I got to say. Fucking awesome. And this was a good good version. And then uh, track five was Josie and the Pussycats by Juliana Hatfield. Now, Juliana Hatfield, I like her. She's a great singer. There's more than one song of hers that I like. Um, and Josie and the Pussycats, it's, she did a great version of the song, too. I like her version. It's, uh, I, I like the Josie, okay, let me explain something. Watching Josie and the Pussycats now, I can watch it. If it's on, if you know, when it used to be on Boomerang or Cartoon Network or something and my kids were watching and it would pop up, I'd watch it. Um, I, I, I enjoy Josie and the Pussycats. When I was a kid, I didn't like Josie and the Pussycats because it was a girl show. And if everybody remembers correctly, circle, circle, dot, 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 now you got your cootie shot. So I didn't watch it. I was a fool, but I didn't watch it. You know, if I knew now, if I knew then what I knew now about girls, I might think differently. But if I knew now, if I knew then what I know now, I might have gotten in a lot of trouble. So it's best life just played out the way it did. But no, I didn't like the show. Um, but I did like the song. Sometimes the theme song would play and then I'd change the channel to something else. But I did like the theme song. And Juliana Hatfield's version of Josie and the Pussycats theme is really, really good. So these two songs are like top-notch. I love them. So um, I don't know if any of you guys liked Josie and the Pussycats growing up. But uh, there you go. I didn't like Jim. Jim's truly outrageous. Truly outrageous. Jim. No, I didn't like that stuff. I did like She-Ra, but that's because she was linked to He-Man. So, you know, they snuck her in the the side door. I'm not going to get all perverted because if I say the other door, I'll start thinking things and start getting, you know, perverted. So they brought her in the side door. So you you liked her by default because she was part of the He-Man universe. And you'd watch She-Ra... Hoping you'd see He-Man pop up. See, that's how you trick a little boy in watching a girl cartoon. Say, hey, it's relative friends, close, you know, it's just, she knows He-Man. He-Man might pop up. So, like, how many people watched, you know, sick, the, the Bionic Woman because they thought, you know, Lee Majors would show up? I wasn't a fan of the six, I, I, I love the Six Million Dollar Man, didn't like the Bionic Woman. I just, I mean, she's a great actress. Okay, she's a good actress, but I just wasn't into it. So for you know, so you know, I watched Bonic Woman thinking I'd see you know the six million dollar man. And Steve Rogers shows, but uh, Steve Austin shows up. But you know, no, I you know, I couldn't. I, I'm I'm starting to get 
agitated with myself being tricked to watch that kind of stuff. But hey, it worked. And well, it didn't work too well because Bionic Woman didn't last as long. But uh, yeah. So we'll move on from the girl shows because I don't want to seem sexist. Because I watch girl shows now. Hey, I love Charmed. And, to say, and, and, and even beyond that, I actually own all of Charmed. I actually own all of Buffy. Fuck, I own all of the Gilmore Girls, and the Gilmore Girls are awesome. And you know what? I'd own Judging Amy on DVD if she would fucking put it out. But she's too much of a cheap bastard and doesn't want to pay the royalties for the music she used. So I can't watch Judging Amy anymore. So I like girl shows. Just put that in your pipe and smoke it. So now let's move on to uh, track six and track seven. We've got The Bugaloos by Collective Soul and Underdog by The Butthole Surfers. This one's for you, Mr. Poe.
All right, that was The Bugaloos by Collector Soul and Underdog from the Boho Surfers. Now, The Bugaloos, if I recall correctly, because Grandpa's getting old and he's getting up there and he forgets things, but I do believe that The Bugaloos were on Sid Marty Croft, which Sid Marty Croft is a whole other ball game, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. But Collective Soul did a very good job. I like Collective Soul. When I do some 90s music, I might throw some Collective Soul you guys' way because I think they're a great band. Um, but The Bugaloos is a great show. and it's, That's a great version of the song. I love it. The Bugaloos, The Bugaloos, they're here, they're there, they're everywhere. It's a great song. And then The Butthole Surfers with Underdog. Now everybody loves The Butthole Surfers. And if they don't, I don't know who they are. Yeah, you do. You heard Pepper back in the 90s. If you didn't hear Pepper back in the 90s, you weren't listening to the fucking radio. Let's be honest. You weren't listening to the fucking radio. So, um, Underdog, we all know Underdog. Um, you know, um, he was a mild-mannered dog, and he turned into Underdog. Shoeshine, shoeshine. So, yes, uh, Underdog. Now, Underdog for me, the song's okay. I love the Behold Surfers, and I love this version of the song, but in general, the, the Underdog song isn't, isn't one of my favorites. And believe it or not, Underdog wasn't one of my favorite cartoons. I didn't really like it as much as some of my friends did. I didn't hate it, but if it was on and I switched the channel in the morning to go to school and I'm eating cereal, if Underdog came on, I checked to see if Popeye was on one of the other networks or on one of the other stations because I wasn't a big fan. Like we had channels, like I said, growing up in Georgia, we had Channel 17, which was TBS, and they had cartoons. And then we had, I think it was uh, 46. I can't remember. It's been so long. There was a, there was three UH there were three UHF channels, and they had uh, some good stuff, cartoons all morning and then in the afternoon. So I had three three places to choose from until my dad got cable. Once we got cable, then I had you know USA and other stuff. But you know, uh, but I wasn't a big fan of Underdog. Underdog wasn't for me. Um, I know some people probably will be like, "What?" But you like that black and white Popeye shit? Yes, I did. Which we'll get into here because. You know, it's on here. Yes, Popeye's on here. I'll get to it. But yeah, I wasn't a big underdog fan. So any underdog fans out there, I apologize. Now, I did like the movie, even though, you know, it wasn't that good. The one with Jason Lee, where he goes, well, name him Shoeshine. Um, it was an okay movie. But, uh, you know, if underdog came on now, I might watch it for nostalgia. But I wasn't a big fan. So we're going to move on. And we're going to move on to the next two, track eight and nine. Uh, which uh, track eight is Gigantor by Helmet. And number nine is Spider-Man by the Ramones. Now, the Ramones are obviously not an alternative band. They're not, you know, like the 90s bands. So they're the only band on here, I do believe, that is not like, you know, an alternative band. But they're the Ramones. So when the Ramones say, hey, we wouldn't mind doing a song for you, you're like, oh, okay. You know, it could be, you know could be a pop band, pop album. Oh, pop singers sing Metallica. And the Ramones could have been, well, we want to do a song. You got it. You got it, bud. So they're on here. So sit back and enjoy Gigantor and Spider-Man, and I shall return. Yeah. 
against Rome. Like a shit. 
All right, well, that was Gigantor and Spider-Man. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Gigantor, I don't remember. Um, obviously, I've looked it up, and the robot, I recognize it, but I don't know what from. And the song Helmet did is fine, but I don't remember Gigantor. It's weird because, you know, I remember Astro Boy, Astro Boy being on, and of course, obviously, Robotech, which at the time I didn't know was three different shows, but that's a whole nother argument for a whole nother time with a whole nother group of people. Um, but Speed Racer and, you know, Battle of the Planets, I, I didn't know, I don't recall ever seeing Gigantor. But when I looked it up, obviously at some point I've seen it because I remember the robot. Um, the theme song is a little bit of a faded memory, like not not faded, a little foggy. I remember the song, but I don't remember the song. I can't explain it. Grandpa's fucked up in the head. So, but I don't remember. So if anybody remembers Gigantor, you know, uh, I hope I hope you enjoy the show. I don't know. I had nothing to say there. Um, I don't remember the show. So I can't really say much, except the Helmets version of the theme song that I faintly remember is, uh, I, I, it's okay. Um, I wish I could remember seeing Gigantor. It bugs me. It bugs me to fucking death that I know the song, because, you know, faint memories of the song, and I recognize the robot, but I couldn't recall a character name. I couldn't recall any episodes specifically. But, like, if you ask me about, you know... Well, Robotech, I watched religiously and still do to this day, so, you know, that would be unfair. But, like, you know, Speed Racer, you know, I remember some of the episodes. Hell, I might even remember, if I think hard enough, some of the stuff from, you know, Voltron, or, well, I'd probably remember quite a bit of Voltron I got on DVD. Um, it's Battle of the Planets. You know, I might remember some of the stuff, but I do not remember a single fucking thing about Gigantor. So, I don't know. Anyway, the next one, Spider-Man by the Ramones. Now, Spider-Man is Spider-Man. We all know Spider-Man. I mean, pfft. even even somebody underage who shouldn't be listening to my show fucking knows who Spider-Man is. So, my granddaughter's my granddaughter is uh 3 years old and she's got a tablet and she watches Spider-Man on Disney Plus. But she's watching the old Spider-Man. You know, the one from all the memes. You know, the one from 4chan. You know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man thread. That, she watches that old Spider-Man. And I was like, I can't believe my, you know, I like the old Spider-Man. You know, I like the old Spider-Man back in the day where it looked like they were just paper cutouts moving. And only the mouth moved. When they ran, they were in one solid position and they just moved their character across the screen. Thor had one, the Hulk had one, Spider-Man had one. And they had these, like Hulk had this weird ass theme. You'd have to look it up. Uh, it's like Captain America, Captain America throws his mighty shield, and it was just, you know, it was, go on YouTube and look for the themes, maybe YouTube's got some of the clips, it was just really outrageous, it was like the weirdest fucking show, because like I said, the lips would move, their eyes wouldn't, and it was just, if you look at it now, you'd be like, oh, that's disturbing, you know, it might be classified as a cursed image, you know, how these, you know, creepypasta people are. But it was really weird. But I think the Ramon Spider-Man is the one that was a little bit newer. The one, like I said, the one with the people uses memes. But she loves it. She watches it. She loves it. It's like, wow, four years old and she watches, you know, 60s and 70s cartoons on Disney+. And my 20-something-year-old daughter won't watch an anime from the 80s. It's too old. So, what are you going to do? But that's, their version of Spider-Man's awesome. But it's the Ramones. Me personally, 
everything they sing is awesome. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm a big Ramones fan, and you know I haven't heard a Ramones song I didn't like, including Spider-Man. So there you go. So now let's get on to track ten and eleven. Uh, track ten is uh, Johnny Quest "Stop That Pigeon" by Reverend Horton Heat, and then track eleven is "Open Up Your Heart and Let the Sunshine In" by Fuente. I think it's pronounced Fuente. Fuente. I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm not saying it again. I mean, I will when we come back, but I think it's Fuente. Um, so check them out, and when we get back, we'll discuss some more classic cartoons. Thank you. 
Sunshining. All right, well, that was track 10 and 11. And we'll start here with track 10, Johnny Quest, Stop That Pigeon by Reverend Horton Heat. I love their version of it. It's I love Reverend Horton Heat. So I'm going to like the song. Now, I know I say, well, I don't like everything people do. And I don't, but this one I do like. And I've there's not many... Re- there's not much Reverend Horton Heat I don't like. Now, Johnny Quest wasn't a show for me as a kid. I wasn't into it. Couldn't dig it. Um, I like the Johnny Quest stuff that was on uh, Harvey Birdman, you know, when they were fighting over custody of the kids. But when Johnny Quest first came out, I wasn't a fan. Now, for some reason, this, you know, the theme, Stop That Pigeon, I love the song, but I wasn't a fan of the show. Um, I... It, there were so many cartoons floating out there in the universe that we can't like them all. We just can't. I mean, I like heavy metal. Didn't like heavy metal 2000. There's always going to be something you don't like. But I wasn't into Johnny Quest. I don't know if I didn't like the adventurism or how it was drawn. I can't put my finger on why. I just couldn't get into Johnny Quest. But this is a good song. I'll give Reverend Horton Heat. This is a good song. And then the next song is from Fuente called Open Up Your Heart and Let the Sunshine In. I love the Flintstones. I don't know who didn't. Um, black and white, colored, you know, color eye, co- colored version. The new, you know, newer version, you know, the an 80s Flintstones that, you know, I, I liked it all. Not a big fan of the live action movie. The first one was okay. The second one was total trash. Um, and the first one was close to total trash, but it wasn't, tr- that's why I said it was okay. I have weird movie tastes. If I say it's trash, I really hated it. Um, if it was okay, I might watch it every once in a while. I still didn't like it, but at least I say it's okay. So the first Flintstones movie was okay. I like John Goodman. So that's what made it okay. The second one was trash. John Goodman couldn't even help that one. Um, but I love the, the Open Up Your Heart and Let the Sunshine In. I love... I, I'm a mu- Obviously, I do a show about music. I love music. So, you know, like, you know... I didn't like Josie and the Pussycats because it was a girl band. We've already established that. But like Scooby Doo had the music when they were, you know, did their music. They were ch- being chased. I loved it. I could, I loved it. I danced in my little living room in my in my underoos. And um, and if you don't know what underoos are, Google it. Um, but yeah, I used to, you know, I love that stuff. I I loved, you know, I love I love when they had that hippy dippy trippy music in all these shows um you know even the the brady bunch you know davy jones came on and sang girl and you know uh, uh sunshine day by the brady bunch i love that hippy dippy trippy music from the 60s so of course open up your heart let the sunshine in is a great song and fuente did an excellent job on this song and i love it um and i hope you enjoy them too like I said, Johnny Quest song's good. It's just I wasn't in the Johnny Quest. And then but open up your heart. The Flintstones, man. I just I think they were one of the, you know. When it comes to animated families, my number one animated family is and probably always will be King of the Hill. Just because it just it was so as much as it had some oddball stuff on it, it seemed real. Oh uh, yeah, Simpsons are a cool family, and Family Guy, you know, the Griffins are a cool family, and they're funny and make you laugh, but they're totally off the wall. Like they, there's nobody like that, you know. But the uh, King of the Hill, you know, I just picture a real family from Texas, and they're, I just, it just, you know, it just feels realistic, you know. Yeah, I know they're not. Some of the stuff they do is off the wall and never could happen, but the family dynamic and the friends, it just seems so real to me. The Flintstones were. Uh, 
probably my second favorite family on, on animated family. And uh, I love the show. And I hope you guys love the show too. So with that being said, before I get into the next uh, uh, track 12 and 13, I'm going to go ahead and ask you guys to head over to rabbitandredradio.com. And that'll send you, uh, you can find on our page a link to our T Public store. And we've got tons of shirts, tons of stuff, tons of designs that you can put on shirts, coffee mugs, you know, hoodies. Um, check them out. Um, I've got some designs on there, Grandpa's Playlist. Uh, then that's four of them. Um, just added a new one, which the fourth one that Poe did, where it's, you know, even Satan listens to Grandpa's Playlist. It's a great shirt. Um, all the other guys have shirts there too, so check out their designs and uh, help out the channel by buying one of your favorite shows shirt. And uh, hell, and if you don't like the show, buy it and burn it. You know, go on YouTube and say I hate this guy's show and burn the shirt. It still helps out the network. So go over there and check it out. Plus, there's links there to the live, so you can listen to the shows. Because all the shows have audio versions. And then you got obviously Roads on the Rocks, which is like the best show for fucking metal you could possibly ask for and then there's me and so check us out over at rabbitandredradio.com and help us out on uh you know checking out some shirts and then head over to patreon uh patreon.com backslash rabbit and red radio network and the number one um there's three tiers now there's the two dollar tier there's the three dollar tier and the five dollar tier five dollar tier gets you everything um and discounts and stuff um for the pay-per-views um, the $3 tier gets you the Toxic Horror Shows, uh, if you don't want the $5 tier, the $3 tier has the, has, you know, gives you what the $2 gets, you know, behind the scenes f- footage and stuff, but also gets you, uh, you know, you can see the Toxic Horrors after show, and those guys are fucking nuts, so you don't want to miss that, so that's a $3 tier, and then there's the basic $2 tier, so head over to Patreon, Rabbit and Red Radio Network and the number one, and, uh, you know, give us, uh, Give us some love and help us grow. Um, we all like doing this and we want to grow. And we want to, you know, be able to do better things and bigger things for you guys. So check it out and help us out. And uh, there you go. So now I'm going to move on to uh, track 12 and 13. So bear with me on this one. It's called Eep Op Ork Aa. And then in parentheses it says, means I love you. So Eep Orp Orc ah ah. That's by the Violent Femmes. And then track 13 is Fat Albert by Dig. So, hey, hey, hey. I'll be back in a few more minutes. Talk to you about some of these cartoons. <laughs> yeah, I know. I screwed it up. Ah, 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 ah,
All right, guys. Well, that was Eep Orp Ork Ah Ah from the Violent Femmes. Now, the song is good. I like it. I thought it was cool. Um, but I wasn't a Jetsons fan. Um, and I'll explain. Um, as a kid, as a little kid, I was a, what we, I guess you'd call a Flintstone snob. And I saw the Jetsons and I said, this is just the Flintstones in space. I didn't like it. I thought they were ripping off, you know, it was, it was the fake Flintstones. And I didn't like it. I did like the theme song, but it was just too close to the, to, to, to the, to the Flintstones and I, I, I wasn't a fan. So yes, I'll admit I was a Flintstone snob. Um, I don't remember, no, and I've watched episodes of the Jetsons, so, you know, I know the show, but I've never, I don't remember this song being played in the show, so it was probably one of the episodes I didn't watch, like I said, I didn't watch a lot of Jetsons, wasn't a big fan, um, I would watch it now for nostalgic value, but I'm not a big fan of the Jetsons, so I can't really discuss too much about it, you know, other than what little bit I've known, so I just won't even try, I'll just say, hey, look, the Jetsons, it wasn't for me. This song is good. Violent Femmes did a great job. Let's move on to Diggs, Fat Albert. Awesome version, Fat Albert. I love Fat Albert. Fat Albert was one of my favorite shows growing up. Now, I knew I didn't know Bill Cosby was Fat Albert. Now, I knew Bill Cosby obviously was the host of the show because he sat in the junkyard and he told the story. He was the narrator, you know, the host of the show. And we're not going to get into Bill Cosby that we know today. This is the Bill Cosby that I knew as a kid. Um, I didn't know he was, you know, I didn't know he was the voice of Fat Albert. And it entertained me. Um, I I mean, Fat Albert was, I just loved the way he talked and the way he rhymed with, hey, we're going to go find our way. You know, it was, I, it, just, it was a great show. And, you know, if I could get my hands on a DVD of Fat Albert, the show's, I would watch it because that new Fat Albert, well, not the new, but I don't know. I can't, I think there were some new Fat Alberts, but I don't think I ever saw the newer ones. I, the only Fat Alberts I've ever seen are the original ones. And then I saw the movie. Um, the movie was okay. It needed to be set in the seventies, not in the modern times. Um, but it was okay. Um, but the show, awesome show. So Fat Albert by Dig awesome version of the song i love it so now let's do some more advertising before we get on with track uh, four, uh 13 or 14 and 15 i want to talk to you about our sponsor uh pure spectrum cbd now i've been using their oil i do one droplet at night under my tongue i do it for bed and when i wake up i don't have a lot of back pain i used to wake up my i have a bad back I have a degenerative disc, disc disease and some other problems going on back there. And it hurts. My I would always wake up and, and, and it was hard for me to it's hard for me to move. My back is real stiff. It's it's very painful. You know, and then I don't know if the sciatica in there has anything that's causing problems too. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I just know my back kills me and I know what I got. Um narrowing of the spinal fluid cord, whatever, you know. I, I just know what I've got. Um and I know when I wake up, I'm stiff and it hurts. I also have bad knees. And since I've been using the CBD oil, I wake up, my back doesn't hurt. Um, it's not as stiff. And if it is stiff, I don't feel it because there's no, I don't got any pain going on back there. And my knees, the pain in my knees have started to lessen. There's the pain in the, you know, I'm not going to say this is a miracle. You know, it's a miracle. It cured me. I still have knee pain, but it is getting significantly lower as time goes by. 
You know, I might be able to say in two months, three months, hey, it completely has gone away the pain. When that day comes, I'll tell you. But for right now, it's just alleviating. The back pain is like going away pretty good. Like barely anything. Like I said, I wake up and the back's fine. My knees or the pains are getting less. So head on over to PureSpectrumCBD.com. And when you check out, use the promo code RIR Network, all one word, RIR Network at checkout, and you'll get 15% off your purchase. And I do believe, I don't have it here in front of me, but I do believe anything over $100 is free shipping. So check it out. You know, they have a lot of good stuff there that you could use to help you out. And like I said, it's really helped me. It's improved my pain in my back practically, you know, every morning. It's not even there. Um, and my knees are starting to feel better. So, like I said, I'll keep you guys posted and updated on how the oil is working over time. But for right now, it's it's been working really well. I, I was skeptical at first. Like, nah, but it's working really well. Um, a lot, you know, works a lot faster than, you know, using my uh, uh, naproxens. So, uh, check out PureSpectrumCBD.com and use our code RIR Network for 15% off. And uh, try it out might make you feel better too and with that being said now we're going to move on to track 14 and 15 track 14 is popeye the sailor man from face to face and track 15 is friends sigmund and the sea monster from tripping daisy so check them out Get, 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 get
stuck by by the sailor man I'm one tough kazookas which hates all belookas Waiting on the app and square I fix them and fucks them and always I rub them And none of them fits nowhere If anyone dashes to risk me fist It's bothering us when I stand So keep good behavior That's your one lifesaver with Popeye the Sailor Man Hey!
All right, guys, I hope you like that. Now, track 14, Popeye the Sailor Man by Face to Face. I love Popeye. I was probably one of the few kids in our group of kids who liked Popeye. You know, I love that Charles Schleicher thing. Schleicher, I can't pronounce his name. Schleicher, Fleischer, Fleischer, Fleischer. Charles Fleischer, I think it's Fleischer. Where you had the, you had the boat, and it would start the Popeye the Sailor Man theme, and the thing would open up. Charles Fleischer presents. It would close and open back up. Popeye, I loved Popeye. You know, and it, it's weird. It's really weird because a lot of the kids I knew didn't like it. It was black and white. I liked Popeye and Felix and Heckle and Jekyll. This were a lot of stuff that my friends didn't like. You know, I even loved the old school. You know, they if you watch B movie TV over on Roku, my buddy Ken, you know, he's got some old classic cartoons that post on there that he airs excuse me, airs on there. Like, you know, the Lone Ranger, the old Lone Ranger cartoons. I love those old cheesy cartoons. They I love them. But I loved Popeye. You know. I could never as I got older and started thinking, why were those two dudes fighting over that flat chested chick? I didn't understand it. But I still loved it nonetheless. Uh, I loved Popeye. And I loved the Popeye movie. The one with Robin Williams. As much as, as it didn't really follow the Popeye I know and love, I loved the Popeye movie. I love it so much that I love the soundtrack more. I might do an episode of Grandpa's Playlist on the on the soundtrack. I mean, you had, you know, yeah, uh, listening to uh, Shelley Duvall sing is a little painful, but Robin Williams sings, and uh, my favorite Martian, he sings. Ray uh, uh, Ray Ray Ralston, he sings. It's a great soundtrack. I love it. It and you know what? I think I am going to do the Popeye soundtrack, but I, I digress. Um, I love the Popeye video game as a kid. You know, on the arcades and then on the NES. I'm, I'm just, I love Popeye. Um, you know, I strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Toot, toot. Yeah, I love Popeye. So, obviously, face-to-face's version of Popeye the Sailor Man. I love it. I love Popeye. I know I was a weird kid. And then Friends, Sigmund and the Sea Monster by Tripping Daisy. Now, Sigmund the Sea Monster was another, uh... H&R Puffin stuff, or Sid and Marty Croft, Sid and Marty Croft, not H&R Puffin stuff. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to get to H&R Puff. I'm going to get to Sid and Marty Croft in a minute, but they were a Sid and Marty Croft. Um, and I love Sigmund the Sea Monster. I thought it was a really good show. It, it, it was, you know, just like I love the uh, Land of the Lost, you know, Sid and Marty Croft, they had a, they had a lot of great shows, a lot of great shows, and Sigmund the Sea Monster was another one of those great shows. And this version of it is really good. So, if you aren't familiar with Sigma the Sea Monster, I don't know if you can find it on DVD, but I know, because I like Land of the Lost I own, but I don't own any Sigma the Sea Monster. I don't know if you can buy it. Um, but I'm sure you can find some of it on YouTube floating around somewhere out there. Um, but Sigma the Sea Monster, it was a great show. Um, you know, surfer vibes, totally 60s, 70s going on. So, it was a great show. So, you should check it out. But uh, let's move on to track uh, 16 and 17. Uh, track 16 is Googly Get Together from the Groovy Ghoulies. This is by the Toadies. And then 17 from Sublime called Hong Kong Fooey. Check them out. Everybody. 
Henry, the mild-mannered janitor? Alright guys, well, that was uh, Ghoulies Get Together, the Groovy Ghoulies by the Toadies, and Hong Kong Fooey by Sublime. Now, Groovy Ghoulies, I don't know how many people remember this show. Um, I don't think I saw too many of the episodes, but I do remember some of the episodes. You know, the werewolf and stuff like that, vampire, uh, I, I remember the show, but very faintly. Um, 
the theme song sticks in. I the theme the theme is in my head. I remember the theme, but I I mean un, unlike the uh, unlike Gigantor, this one I do remember. I think I've seen maybe a handful of the Groovy Ghoulies, and I do remember liking it. Um, I would love to get my hands on some uh, copies of the show. I love the show. Uh, like I have copies. Uh, I have some bootlegs of like the Beatles cartoon because I like music and the Beatles I like the Beatles so hey it's a win-win I used to when I used to go to kinder care I don't know how many people remember kinder care or if your area even had any but every morning I go to kinder care and I remember the Beatles cartoon being on and I was enthralled by the music you know and the cartoon and I just loved it so I remember the groovy ghoulies but faintly but I remember it um it was a good show, from what I remember. But that's that theme from uh, the Toadies, I like it. Hope you guys liked it too. And then uh, the next one was Hong Kong Fooey by Sublime. Now I like Sublime. A lot of people like Sublime, but Hong Kong Fooey, Hong Kong Fooey, number one super guy. That was a great show. You had Scatman Crothers. You know, obviously at the time of when I watched Hong Kong Fooey, I didn't know who the fuck Scatman Crothers was. I didn't know who he was until I saw The Shining. But uh, he's done a lot of cartoon voices. But Hong Kong Fooey, I loved it. You know, the, the, the cat. <laughs> I just, I thought it was a great show. And it seemed simple. It wasn't very, it didn't look, I mean, looking back on it now, when I was a kid, I didn't think it was simple. But, you know, looking back on it now, it seems like they spent most of their time just drawing the, the girl, the cop. Now, I do believe the cop who did the voice of the police officer. He's either two people. He's either the dude from Give Me a Break, the dude who uh, 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 Nell Carter uh, who worked for, either he was the voice of the police officer in Hong Kong Fui, or it was the guy from Car 54, Where Are You? The, I don't remember. I think it was one of those two. I could be completely wrong, but I do believe it was those one of those two. And then, you know, you had Scatman Crothers, and then who, I don't know the chick who did the voice for the lady at the switchboard or whatever, but... I thought Hong Kong Fu was a great show. I loved it. Um, and I guess because I used to sit, you know, back in the 70s and stuff, i go to the mountain house and with my grandfather. He had a house up in the mountains in Georgia. And uh, we would go there and spend time in the summer. Um, I miss you, Grandpa. I really do. Um, and we only got a couple channels back then because, you know, it was in the mountains. We got like one t- channel out of Chattanooga. And uh, they used to have... Uh, uh, Chop Suey Theater or whatever they would call it. It's just some some kind of racist sounding name of the title because you know back in the seventies you know Chop Chop Suey or Chop Saki or whatever they call it theater. And I used to watch you know tons and tons of martial arts movies and I loved them. I thought they were awesome. So Hong Kong Fooey was you know I thought it was you know I'm a kid. What the fuck do I know? So I really love Hong Kong Fooey. I think it was a, I think it's a great cartoon and i love sublime's version of the theme it's awesome so you know i miss Rhodes. you know he's he's on his little break i know he did his friday 13th thing but he's not coming back in full swing i don't think until sometime in february i miss trying to stump him with music i miss him you never really know like cinderella said you don't know what you got till it's gone come back Rhodes. come back you're missed (laughs) please okay so let's move on to the last two tracks we've got H.R. Puffin Stuff by The Murmurs. And last, but not least, 
Happy Happy Joy Joy by Wax. Now, yes, Happy Happy Joy Joy is not a classic cartoon from the 60s and 70s. But we'll discuss that one when we get back. Right. 
It's the happy, happy, joy, joy song. All right, guys, well, those were the last two tracks. 18, H.R. Puffin Stuff by The Murmurs. Now, H.R. Puffin Stuff was a big, weird-looking creature, or the sash said mare, and it was a Sid and Marty Croft show. Now, The Murmurs did a great job of it. I love the theme song. H.R. Puffin Stuff. You really can't get so much, or however it went. I'm old. I don't remember, but I do remember the show. Now, I don't know if anybody out there is aware of this. I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and, well, at least I was there until I was 18, I'm, or 17, I left when I was 17, but I grew up in Atlanta, well, I didn't grow up in Atlanta, I grew up in the suburbs of Atlanta, but it, for the most part, it'll just say Atlanta, and the CNN Center back in the 70s, now this, I don't know if it was the CNN Center then, but it was still the part where, you know, 
Turner ran CNN and all that. Well, there was this huge escalator that went to the top. And up there was a, a place called Sid and Marty Croftland. And as a kid, I went there one time. My parents, my mom took me there one time. Um, I, I remember things from Sid and Marty Croftland by looking it up on Google. But there's one thing about Sid and Marty, two things about Sid and Marty Croftland that really stick out in my head that I didn't even need Google to help trigger my memory. Um, I remember the giant escalator going all the way to the top. And I remember the pinball ride. You sat in a, in a, in a, it looked, you know, it was a human pinball machine. Sort of like watching that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven, twelve, da, 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 that, that thing from, I think it was Electric Company. Um, I don't know if it was Electric Company or, or if it was, I don't know if it was Electric Company or Sesame Street that had the pinball numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It was one of the shows. Anyway, it kind of reminded you of, of that. You were in a pinball machine and, and you went around and, you know, the flippers. But I, I remember that. But those are the only two things that I can recall that I did. I, I recall, I have since recalled other things about Sid and Marty Croftland because I looked on Google and saw some of the people that posted pictures of stuff they had. But up until then, all I remembered was the escalator and the pinball ride. I was a big fan of Sid Marty I'm still a big fan of Sid and Marty Croft. You know, you've got there's there's certain things from a child from my childhood that like really are like treasures to me. Sid and Marty Croft is one of them. Rankin and Bass, who did their animated stuff back in the day, uh, they're the other part. They did a lot of Christmas shows, Christmas Christmas specials, and you know they had the Lord of the Ring or not Lord of the Rings. They had the Hobbit and Return of the King. You know, so. I'm a big fan of, you know, some of that stuff is like a treasure. Um, and and, and uh, Sid Marty Croft is a big, big part of my childhood. And every, most everything, and everything they did was awesome. And H.R. Puffin stuff was no exception. And I was a big fan of H&R Puffin stuff. So the, this Murmurs version of the theme, I love it. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it too. And then last but not least was Happy Happy Joy Joy by Wax from Ren and Stimpy. Now, this version is really good, but I always wondered, why did they put Ren and Stimpy on the album? And I don't know why. Because they were sticking with stuff from the 60s and 70s. I was like, so why did they pick a show that was newer? And I guess because maybe of the wackiness of Ren and Stimpy. Well, I'm not going to get into the guy, John Kay, who did the show. That's not what I'm here for. I'm just here to say that Ren and Stimpy was different we had it was off the wall it was odd it was eerie it was dark you know it, it was it was we hadn't seen anything like that you know i was i'm i'm still shocked to this day that nickelodeon even aired ren and stimpy to begin with um but i had that lost episodes on i don't have it anymore but i used to i had it i lost it somewhere i lost the lost episodes where it was more adult orientated but i think that was done purposely it was from when they were on spike tv but uh, red and stimpy was different um you know there's a lot of thing about you know you stimpy you idiot you know i can't do stimpy's voice cuz he's just you know i just can't do it but Ren's is easy oh stimpy um and then you had the horse. No, sir. I uh, didn't like it. You know, cinnamon. Was it Cinnamon Toast Man? Friend, yeah, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen an episode of Ren and Stimpy. But I liked Ren and Stimpy. I'm not going to lie. I liked Ren and Stimpy. But seeing it on here was like, yeah, it's kind of new. But hey, I went with it. And they did, you know, Wax did a good job on the, on the Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy. Um, 
But hey, that was Saturday morning cartoons. That was uh, you know from nineteen ninety five. Saturday morning cartoons, greatest hits. Um, I always was I always hoped that they would do another one, because um, there was a lot of other cartoons that I would have liked to have seen on here. But this is all we got. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope uh, it brought back some memories of some of the awesome cartoons that you listened to, or not listened to, that you watched back as a kid. Um, and I hope it gave you a little bit of insight on what kind of a kid uh, Grandpa the Nerd was. You know, I had, to, like I said, circle, circle, dot, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot. I didn't mess around with that girl stuff. No, sir. Josie and the Pussycats? Nope. You know, I like that one Hanna-Barbera one. I can't remember. The one with the shark. I can't remember the name. Jabberjaw. The one who sounded like Curly from Three Stooges. Jabberjaw, yeah. You know, me and uh, Cody Robinson are probably going to be doing a Saturday morning cartoon living in the past for the YouTube channel. So, uh, look forward to that. And then we can get into stuff like Jabberjaw and the Snork. See, there's a lot of cartoons out there. But the ones that were on this album were perfect. They worked out perfect. It made for a great album. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I really hope uh, I hope you like when I do this. I don't really get much feedback from anybody. So I don't know if this is the kind of stuff you enjoy. Um, I know my Christmas one, I was afraid no one would really listen to it. Because, you know, it was Star Wars and T- Tales from the Crypt. It wasn't anything you you know could sit back and jam to, or you know, no one's going to go to the gym and listen to you know Christmas in the Stars, and you know, but in this one, you know, this one's different too. So I don't know if I got some feedback from people. You know, I I, I you know I I might do different, but I, I'm going back. I think uh, what you got coming up. Um, I got a Pearl Jam coming up in February, um, and I got uh, Anthrax. So you got, I got, I'm going back, I'm doing, you know, some good heavy anthrax and then some good old soft but good music from Pearl Jam. So I got, you know, and they're both from the 90s, so I'm not going too far back in February. I'm, 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 uh, I'm doing uh, some 90s stuff. So I always said I would. So, hey, guys, uh, I love all of you. Um, check us out at our website. Check us out at YouTube. And uh, just enjoy the stuff we uh, uh, enjoy the shows we, pro- we that we uh, produce for you guys, and uh, have a wonderful uh, week. And like I said, John Rhodes, come back. I miss you. You were uh, I like giving you the I like trying to stump you. So have a great break, have a great vacation, and uh, come back soon. Thank you for listening to Grandpa's Playlist right here on rabbitandredradio.com. And until next time, keep on rocking. Well, if you want to sing out, sing out. And if you want to be free, be free. Because there's a million things to be, you know that there are. And if you want to live high, live high. And if you want to live low, live low. There's a million ways to go You know that there are You can do what you want The opportunity's on And if you find a new way You can do it today You can make it all true And you can make it undo You see Ah, ah, ah.
it's easy Ah, you only need to know Well, if you want to say yes, say yes And if you want to say no, say no Cause there's a million ways to go You know that there are And if you want to be me, be me And if you want to be you, be you Cause there's a million things to do You know that there are You can do what you want The opportunity's on And if you find a new way You can do it today You can make it all true And you can make it undo You see Ah, it's easy Ah, you only Well, if you want to sing out, sing out And if you want to be free, be free Cause there's a million things to be You know that there are, you know that there are You know that there are, you know that there are